International Correspondence with NZI Insurance. Peace of mind for New Zealand business. Right, at 14 away from 6 to uh, the UK we go. Gavin Gray, Gavin, morning. Good morning, Mike. So in the last couple of hours, as in my reading, they found they found the body, Nabelny's body, of course, and there's some suggestion of bruising, all that sort of stuff. The question, I guess, for um, people like you in the UK, and, and I've watched Cameron and co over the weekend, what do you do about it? I mean, short of the condemnation, what do you do? Yep, that's the all-important question, Mike. At the moment, all the uh, uh, foreign ministers and so forth are gathering at the G7 Security Summit in Munich. And that provides a good opportunity, I think, for them to thrash out a few ideas. Uh, One thing that's beginning to gain some traction, I'm understanding, particularly led by the UK and US, is calls for, um, right across the board, the seizure of all Russian central bank assets held abroad in order to pay for Ukraine. They believe, actually, that the way of making life very uncomfortable for Vladimir Putin is not to say, look, you know, we demand a full explanation about the death of the 47-year-old Alexei Navalny, but instead to hit it where it hurts, in the pocket. And they really do believe that this could be the best way forward. What they need to do, of course, though, is to convince every other country around the world to seize those assets and to use them for Ukraine. And that's going to be a very, very difficult thing to do. Meanwhile, the UK and the US ambassadors in Moscow have laid flowers to honour Alexei Navalny, the, the memorial in Moscow, where 400 people had earlier been arrested just for laying flowers in and around that site. And also the Russian ambassador has been summoned by the UK government to uh, say that the Russian authorities are being held fully responsible for the death. And of course, we've got the election coming up next month in that particular part of the world, of course. And then you've got the funding of the war and the, the turnover the weekend for the Ukrainians, speaking of which, all the Ukrainians who ended up in the UK. So you, you, you now ask, Gavin, how long does this go for? Because they're entitled to an extension to their visa. Yeah, that's right. And this is going on a lot longer than anyone, I think, thought, Mike. And so consequently, they have got uh, a, a two-year anniversary, but um, believe it or not, that visa of two years, of course, is beginning to run out. By and large, they were given three years. It's right to remain is what it's really called. But because the first issues are, are handed out very soon after the invasion, then those first visas are now due to expire in March of next year. may sound a long way off, but of course, people want certainty. So the UK has immediately said, right, you can apply for an 18-month extension to the visa. And that, of course, is Ukrainians who came to the UK with their families. Um, And so the government says it's going to provide people with certainty and stability. There are calls still here, I think, for the government to contribute more, not uh, directly to Ukraine, but to contribute more to helping those families here settle. Mm. Um, There have been some issues with some of those right to remain schemes just not being up to scratch. But it is something that I think they hope now other countries will follow suit on. Always a pleasure, Gavin. Catch up in a couple of days. Gavin Gray out of the UK. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.